0: Hello, and welcome to Men in Progress, the podcast of United Methodist Men of Treach here in Flower Mound, Texas. We're part of the Life Plus God podcast series from Treach Memorial United Methodist Church. We drop a new podcast every Tuesday. Really appreciate you listening to this episode of Men in Progress. I'm your host, Dave Casey, and if you've listened to our podcast before, you know we're just a bunch of guys trying to be better men and live better lives in our walk with God, our families, and each other. In this episode of Men in Progress, we're discussing a sensitive topic that, frankly, none of us enjoy talking about. The truth is, none of us ever get married thinking things won't work out, but statistically, about half the time, they don't. Currently in America, somewhere between 35 and 50% of all marriages end in divorce. For second marriages, that number goes up to 60%. And Christians aren't immune from divorce. In fact, because of our faith, I think divorce can be even harder on Christian couples because of the spiritual commitments we make when we get married. But faith can also be the thing that gets us through and helps us heal after a divorce. Joining me to discuss how faith gets us through divorce are three of my fellow brothers from Treach, Bill Park, Rich Fulton, and Michael Castleberry. So, guys, welcome to Men in Progress.
1: Oh, happy to be here. Thank yeah. you.
2: Thanks.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming. This is not an easy one. So, uh, you know, we're not talking football tonight, although we'll probably get onto that subject, who we <laughs> always do. So, uh, first of all, I really want to uh, tell you how much I appreciate you being here, because truly, this is a, uh, uh, a difficult, uh, sensitive subject when we talk about divorce, and particularly uh, in relationship to Christianity, uh, that Christian men and women have, I think, a particular uh, challenge with this. So um, I'm just going to say probably just kind of something I referred to at the top is uh, when you were going through your divorce, did your faith make that process harder, easier, or or both? I don't know. Rich, is, is there a, a factor that uh, faith played in this?
1: Um, absolutely. For me, um, it made it easier definitely made it easier but it was still hard oh yeah so um making it easier doesn't mean it wasn't it made it easy does (laughs) that make sense yeah yeah
0: definitely so so faith was of a help it was a definite help for me yeah Yeah. i'll do that bill
3: i'll ask you the same thing um i'm going to say both because i think i was very unhappy for a long time and the reason i stayed in the marriage was part of it was my faith Mm -hmm. and i felt like the commitment i made to god the commitment i'd made to the family yeah that's what kept me in and then um Toward, before I got divorced, we weren't going to church because when you're in a dysfunctional marriage, it's very hard to be in public with your yeah, wife. Yeah. And, and so the first place I went when I moved out of the house was back to church. Back to church. So that made it better, made yeah,
0: it easier for yeah, me. Yeah, definitely. Well, Michael, did, do, you, do you really feel like did, when you got divorced, did that challenge your faith?
2: You know, I don't know if the divorce challenged my faith. Um, when I think faith and church, you know, I kind of separate those two a little bit. Um, and my former spouse worked at the church, so there was a little awkwardness here at TREACH that's just natural. There's nothing wrong with that, but I, uh, but you know, I'm a product of divorced parents and they had faith in front of us. I was young, so I don't know anything but divorced parents, but faith was always there. So, you know, it was a natural, it was just kind of a little bit more natural. So my faith was always there. Um, and I've always separated faith from the church for me. Church just kind of invigorated my faith. Um, so, um, well, church is the people too. Absolutely.
0: Church is the people and the circle of friends and all that. And, and faith is a little bit different.
2: Absolutely. So my faith, you know, I just still, you know, same old questions you would ask God and make me better and be a good father and don't take anybody down with you type of stuff. Right. right. And then the, the, the brothers that I have here is what really helped me out. Yeah. Right. There, there's no doubt that that brotherhood, um, you know, yeah. kept me away from myself,
0: yeah, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah, definitely. So, so rich, I'm going to ask you on, um, are there times that you, um, actually drew strength from your faith during the process. And I know you've been divorced more than once. Yes. Yeah. I don't know how many times you want to go into, but well, you know, just I've, been,
1: I've been, uh, I've been in this business a few times. So yes. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Um, rephr- say the question again.
0: So, uh, are there times that you drew like, uh, maybe an, even an unexpected strength from your faith during the process of kind of this angst of going through a divorce, which is, I think tough. so. Cause
1: I started my Christian journey, um, yeah, you know, I was raised in the church, but I really started my Christian journey in my early twenties. So I had had uh, built some reservoir of faith there. Um, you know, it it was um, <clears throat> it it did give me strength. Um, uh, uh, I remember people would worry about me sometimes about because um, of the loneliness and something, but you know and there was time to those that was one of the tough parts maybe sure. we'll get into that yeah but i always thought to myself you know a christian's really never alone i mean you I, I always yeah. felt like i could call upon god and it may sound corny but yep. there was always that companion with me that i could fall back on when i was getting kind of down so i think it did it did give me strength
0: yeah super so th- kind of a tie into that bill is is what role did did prayer play in the whole process when you were going, and I know it's, it's a process. It's not like, okay, one day we're, we just decided to get divorced and we're done. You know, it, it, it's a long time coming in most cases. I know
3: it, it in my case, it was, it was a yeah. long time coming and there was a lot of prayer and there was marriage counseling and then there was another, a lot of prayer and things and finally get to the point where you realize it's time. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of prayer before I made that decision. And then a lot of prayer once I stepped out yeah. in, in, into the to divorce. So definitely helpful definitely from your helpful, standpoint yes.
0: and do that, yeah. So, um, Mike, when you went through this, um, what was your relationship with God? Did it change at all throughout that whole process? You know, you know I don't know. I, I've always looked
2: at, at my relationship with God as he's my consultant. I know I'm so pragmatic. It gets me in trouble uh, and helps me sometimes yeah. to be quite honest that um y- you know my relationship was is that don't lose sight of what's important um take own what was your your fault and and move on right and still be the good father so my kind of my north star was be a good father because i had middle school sons sure. and um they didn't none of that it was not their fault. So that was kind of my North star and it kind of kept me grounded. And then my relationship with God and my prayer was give me discernment and let me mature as the father they need and not let the divorce penetrate that as best as I could. I mean, you know,
0: it's, it's, it's challenging, but it's different. But, uh, you know, I have the, I guess I have the, uh, I won't call this an advantage, but I have the perspective, I guess, of knowing, you know, you're, you're, Ex-spouse, same with Rich and same with Bill, so it's a it's a scenario that, uh, uh, and I know you guys are you know family oriented that that you know the, the relationship with your kids just transcends this, and I think that's a whole another, almost a whole another topic when mm-hmm. we get through it, but um, but I know that that that's an important role for each of you guys, you know, in, in making sure of that, um, so is that do you think your relationship uh, Again, relationship with God is any different now that time has passed since since you were divorced, Rich? Have you seen that at all, or is it, uh, has it been a constant?
1: Um, it certainly is from my early youth when I went through a divorce, yeah. but I don't I don't think so much was different um, this you know last time. So, right, right. Um, I, I pretty much think it's the same. My my faith is there, and it it helped me a lot yeah. because there were lots of when you go through a divorce, even if you've done it before, um, it's a lot of uncharted water. Sure. There's a lot of surprises. There's a lot. And as men, we type, at least me, you like to think you're in control. You know, I can fix this. I can handle this. And you're constantly, I was constantly getting surprised with left field things, new situations. And my faith helped me because I could do the best I could make the best decision I could with good intentions, and kind of turn it over to God. Yeah. And yeah. that gave me peace. I don't know. that might have made the decision better, but it gave me some peace well, in that's the process. A, that's
0: a great perspective, I guess. Uh, so, Bill, if, if you thought about what do you think? And I've never been divorced, so I'm probably a good one to ask this question. I guess, what's the greatest misconception people have, uh, you think, it, it, when it comes to divorce?
3: You know, I really don't know because... Like Mike, I grew up with divorced parents from a young age. So that's what I knew. Mm. I know when I got married, I said, I'm never going to do that. When I get right, married, right. I'm staying married for life and determined. Yeah. You know, yeah. it didn't work out that way.
0: Yep. Yeah. There's always factors. So, you know, yeah.
3: So I'm did. not sure what other people's misconception. is. <laughs> I <guess. laughs> yeah. I think,
2: I think that I, some people think it's going to be better on the other side. And it may be depending on why you got divorced, But if you just have one of those vanilla divorces that'll never become a lifetime movie like mine, um, you know, it's challenging. And and you look at the current state of your world, not thinking about the boys are going to grow up and. Yeah. You know, you have split custody and, and you know, it's kind of like you can't hold them to say you need to hang out with me because I only get you every other weekend. They got to live their
0: lives, sure. work their jobs. So yeah. um, when there's communication, I mean, there's financial things. There's a lot of things that, that play into that.
2: Yeah, that's a whole nother yeah. podcast, yeah. Yeah. the financial. You know, <laughs> so, you know <laughs> when, when, I, when I talk to men who come to me who are struggling, um, I'm an advocate for. Staying married, yeah, and go to yeah. counseling. If that counselor don't work, go to another counselor. And if that one doesn't work, go to another. Yeah. Um, but if the the die is cast, mm-hmm. I don't. The money you can make again, just get as much time as you can with your children. Yeah, and yeah. so those are the things that you just don't think about on the other side of divorce, right? And you know, and it's a lonely existence when you got a house full of rugrats just. You know, stepping on Legos. You don't step on Legos as much, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, when, when, they're, when they're not in the house. Because I had middle schoolers when yeah. uh,
0: we divorced. Yeah. So, Bill, I know that you did something very deliberate around that uh, as far as keeping in contact with your kids. You might share that with us. Yeah.
3: Well, it, it's a, a little bit of difference. At the time I got divorced, I had one in high school and two off in college. So it was a little bit different situation. And the one in high school just had a year and a half left. Um, but what I did, I started on Sunday nights calling it Sunday D.A.D., Dinner at Dad's. And I would cook dinner. The kids were invited. Whoever they're dating or friend, bring somebody. And then the other thing, I think when I was going through, after going through the divorce, I wanted to start with a, from a place of love. Everyone got a hug when they came in, boyfriends, girlfriends, all the kids, and a big hug when they left. So I was trying to create a different atmosphere on purpose. And the dinner at Dad's was, was fun because it would be you know, I'd cook whatever their favorite was or requests or whatever was coming up and then play games, talk, whatever we did after that. And, it, you know, it was a fun Sunday evening.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, and I remember you doing that. And that just struck me. That was very deliberate parenting on your part, which I thought was outstanding. I mean, just really, really, really great. So, Rich, I'm going to throw, throw the easy questions to them. The tough ones are going. That to your, was the easy <laughs> question. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. So, so uh, you know, sometimes it, I've encountered, uh, I'm sure you guys never have, but uh, I've encountered some judgmental Christians over the years that said, oh, you're divorced. Well, that's a, that's a big black mark, and uh, how can you call yourself a Christian, and, and so on. Have you run into that attitude anywhere?
1: Well, you know, um, I've run into aspects. of I wouldn't call it judgmental. And this may be, um, sound weird, but I did, I did find out, or I, I felt like that a lot of my married couple friends, cause when you're, when you're married, you a lot of your social world is other married couples. And most of them, even the men, not just the women, it was like I had a virus and they didn't want to catch it. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. they weren't being mean or it wasn't intended to be hurtful, but it's like the, the avoidance of me. It literally is like, you felt like I, okay, I've got COVID and you know, let's go, um, hang out and they don't want to hang out with you. Yeah. And so it's it like was circle
0: of trust. Y- yeah.
1: It was, yeah. Unin- it was an, I, I know it wasn't intentional, yeah. yeah, but it almost felt like I was isolated because they the, the married people didn't want to be around me. Right. And that was, that was, that was hard. That yeah. was kind of unexpected. Actually. I kind of expected the, the wives to cut, you know, Yeah. but the guys that I knew that I hung out with and did things with played golf with or whatever, they kind of were like, <laughs> yeah. And I don't, it's it, like I said, it wasn't an intentional, it, it was just, they were uncomfortable. I think sure. around me.
0: Yeah. Well, and again, that's, um, you know, I think I know people who are in a situation there. while well, we're we're having a party. Who are we going to invite? Right? You know, and can't him, can't one, or him. Other, you know? <laughs> one or the that's other? You know, it's going to be one of the. That's real. That's real. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So you you got to kind of work through that, and that and I guess that gets you into different social circles. Once you well, get you know what happens, happens you is you that. you know
2: you get three rings. You know, you got those guys that through thick or thin you could be broke down in anchorage and they'll yeah. get you home. Yeah. You know they they're, they're going to get you home. Uh, and then you have the ones that were just kind of indifferent and then there were the ones that they you know, I don't know, they had to pick they felt they had to pick sides even though the the divorce did not warrant that. Not all divorces
0: sure.
2: yep. Or you know, I mean I get it, but it's just a natural thing and and um You just got to let time run its course, you know, but that's kind of what I saw, you know, the ones that, but you know, at the age of which we got the divorce, people start separating anyway. Kids are no longer involved in youth
0: as much and they grow up and a lot of our bonding was with youth. Sure, sure. Yeah. And and as the kids change, I know you guys went through football, Mm -hmm. my guys were in the Marcus band and went through stuff. So. It's like your circle of friends somewhat changes, too. Just Absolutely. On what the kids are doing. So you, you got to balance. Is it me? Yeah. Or is it you know, so, yeah. Or, yeah. or life, just yeah. in general. So, Bill, we talked earlier about prayer. So, you know, as you were going through all this, were there any other spiritual practices that really helped you or, or, or were, I guess, important to you through that?
3: Yeah, I think um, when I went going through the divorce, again, I, the first thing I did was show up at treach.
0: Yeah. And yeah. so I let
3: people know, you know, like I joined a Sunday school class, I joined the men's group, and I can be somewhat introverted. And so I made a promise to myself to just say yes. When someone asks you to do something, say yes. Yeah. And that wasn't necessarily a spiritual practice, but I, I was active in a lot of things at church reach, And by the way, I had time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. well, and you're um, surrounding
0: yourself you're, with with uh, positive people, I right. guess. Right. I was f- particularly
3: in the men's group. I think I've yeah. surrounded myself with a great group of men. And yeah. I think that period between divorce and before I started dating and remarried, you get a chance to redefine yourself Yeah, yeah. and think that, about the man you want to be. Kind of question
0: how you spend your time, right? who you spend it with. Yeah, because
3: yeah. I, I think before I got divorced, I wasn't the man I wanted to be Yeah, because I was very unhappy. Mm-hmm. Coming out of that, you can redefine that and you get another chance.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Not everybody can do that. <laughs> you know, I, I know some folks that kind of went down in flames and never really came back, you know, which, is which is difficult, uh, very difficult. Um, so Rich, I got to, if, uh, do you have any words of advice? I I know you always have words of advice, so this is, this is like a loaded question, but, uh, you know, for a man of faith who are, are struggling, um, and even considering divorce, you know, what counsel would you give them?
1: Um, I think I would echo what's already been said. Yeah. Um, um, it, 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 there are stereotypes about divorce, especially for men and people didn't realize that there, there's all kinds of different scenarios. You just don't know. So it's no cookie cutter thing, but sure. I would say in general, um, uh, you know, somebody slap you upside the head when, if you're thinking, Oh, be and, and surely here are the problems. Here are the things that aren't working. So I want out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Somebody's just slapped him upside the head and said, well, sit down and think that through a little bit because you think the grass is going to be greener. It's probably not over time. Yep. And work harder. Try harder. Do whatever you have to do. Give it the last ditch effort to try to make it work. Because you got together for a reason. Yep. Yep. So there's something there and it may have drifted or something you know got crossways but if yeah. you can fix it that's far better than than the divorce for most situations now, if not every sometimes yeah. it's better to end it oh yeah but i would say that would be my advice for guys and seek out yeah. seek out people to talk to about it
2: you know
0: yeah. and michael and, uh, you kind of alluded to this that the, that was kind of your advice too to try everything you can to make it work one way or the other yeah end.
2: absolutely you know yeah. when when men come to me it's amazing on a scale of one to 10, 10 being a really big problem and one, they're all the same weight to these guys because that's yeah. what they're dealing with. Yeah. And this is their love of their life at one point. And they have children together and many of them come from divorced families, you know, like we have, and you, you, you really put up with a lot of things that you didn't think you would have to to keep it together. And, you know, um, but so I tell them slug it out because they, I think some of them come to me thinking I'm, there out and I'll go, no, you know, you need to stick this out, man. I mean, I'm telling you, I would have stayed married if I thought yes. it was, it would work. Yeah. And, uh, and then I start telling them the ramifications yeah. of divorce. Yeah. I mean, you know, not only how it rips your soul and the isolation and the challenges with your faith, um, but the financial, I mean, sure. you know, um, yeah, those are real a, those gets, are real yeah. and so i encourage them and then um um and and it's it, you're gonna have to eat some pride i mean you know we you just gotta if that's the goal
0: yeah what's it gonna take yeah. and you know sometimes well, it's when sometimes you've has. got multiple stakeholders it's not just two of you i mean there's kids there's family there's there's a lot more at stake as well yeah that's right because you know i was about to be
2: 50 18 and a half years yeah. middle school kids um, you know, my situation was—you know—this somebody listening to this podcast could have no children. Yeah. That's a little different conversation, or empty-nested. Uh, that's a different conversation, right? Still, um, there's scars, and yeah. kids are yeah. going to be impacted on that
3: second um,
2: example. So,
0: definitely so. Bill, you were nodding through some of this. It sounds like people have come r- to you gonna for go, advice. I'm going to go
3: the other way around. I went to a friend that had been recently divorced. I had two good friends, one recently divorced and another good friend that you know we met for lunch all the time. But, and thinking, the, especially the divorce guy, was going to give me the hall pass. Oh, yeah, you need to get divorced. <laughs> get just the opposite. Really? Stick it out. Work at it. Work at it. Yeah. And going back to, if anyone came to me, I would say the same thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it. It's worth Investing in if you can until the last moment when you can't. Right. I guess is yes. what I'm hearing. So from when you I guys. tell them,
2: I'll tell the guys, yeah. the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. One thing I had to tell my father broke his heart, and tell my boys we were getting divorced. Yeah,
0: yeah. That was that's point, hard. That yeah. was a question I was going to ask when kids are involved. I mean, and, and they're different ages. Like your guys were in middle school, you had almost adult children. You know, when when you went through a bill. And I know, Rich, your your kids are much older. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, yes, but if you dial me back to a previous divorce, yeah. my kids were uh, young, and yeah. so um, that was a major. It would be. It, it would. Whatever we said about sticking it out, if you've got kids still at a young age, I mean, double yeah. down on it. Yeah. You may not be able to, but um, I had a I had a lawyer one time talk to me back then about the ramifications and when it comes to custody and, you know, get ready to be uncle dad and I had to stop and think about that. And once I went, once I was there, I understood, you know, the just Wednesday and weekends or every other weekend and the going back and forth and just uh, a
0: separation.
1: Yeah. That's real men who are listening. That that is real. And I can, you know, Fortunately, I never got to this point, but I can remember before this thinking when I would see fathers that would drift away from their children after a divorce and not stay in touch, I could say, how could a father do that? But sometimes it, it, to me, it was very painful to have the temporary dad thing. Yeah. And yeah. I could kind of understand why some dads get out was, of the way. It was so painful. Yeah. To be that in and out of yeah. their life that yep. they would prefer to not. And so it's going to take some effort. And I would encourage any dad, if they're even thinking about that, if they have to be a divorced dad, double down and, and making that, you know, like Bill was saying, he went to extra efforts. Yeah. And I've known people that sometimes you have to go to extra efforts to make sure you stay in their life. Sure. Even sometimes sure. if they don't want you to be. Yeah. And, and times there. have
2: changed. I mean, yeah. even since I was divorced, that the dad, especially if they're very present, they get a little bit more favorable consideration. Fight for that 50-50, right? And, yeah. uh, you, you know, even if it costs a little more money, you can make more money. I mean, again, another podcast. One thing I also want to add is on the other side of divorce, if it's going, if you're going to do the divorce... um investing yourself on why you got divorced the first time and cr- work on that before you do it again yeah. i mean I'm, I'm just saying there's you, even <laughs> in your note 60 percent of second marriages yeah. and and yeah. i'm not shooting I'm, i haven't gotten remarried because i'm a little gun shy right you know um uh, and so i can't emphasize whatever that it is right and we're all products of our upbringing and and you know the attachment styles and all that. I mean, it's amazing how I was so anti-psychology, and then all this happened. And I'd pray to God, and God would throw this stuff at me, and I go, "You're killing me, man." um But uh <laughs> that was um, in
0: Psych 101. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was
2: like, I, man, I was I like, would, man,
1: I would echo that. You know, yeah. re- reinvest in, try to understand you more. Mm-hmm. My wise old mother once gave me some advice about. Um, Sometimes divorce is a little bit like running away from your problems, right? Um, and she she looked at me one day and says, "You know the problem. The trouble with running away from your problems is you have to take yourself with you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so if you're not if you're not really focusing on what went, what did you do, what could have you have done different, what about you made? The, I mean, it's hard to do that kind of introspection, yeah, that but in- that's a that's a good exercise to go through to try to avoid just doing it again. And
2: and guys that are Against going to psychiatry or psychology or whatever, we all know. You know, we had our issues. You were either brought up and you know you were bullied, or you know you you know whatever whatever it was, or you have dad or mom. I mean, we know. We know it's yeah. not that I hard. Don't, I don't need that. I, yeah, can I don't need it. that. I can fix but, it. I can you know, so go go to a life coach. That's what I did. You know, I, I went yeah. to a life coach because again, my my north star was. I'm going to still be the dad I want to be. Sure. And but I could no longer be a dictating father. I had to be an advisor. And my relationship now is many of you will laugh when I say this. I have two college-age kids and they ask for my advice. If I just give it, it's not listened to. And the other is very transactional. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's either dad, uh, this is going to cost this. So, um, that and but then that helped me be a better me for whoever that next person Sure, And pray for her, whoever that may be one day. So, <laughs>
0: Okay, so we kind of went through my questions, but I just want to throw it out there, kind of a jump ball, if, if you guys have anything else that you want to talk about that uh, that, that you've thought about during our conversation.
3: Yeah, there, there was one thing I wanted to talk about. when When I got divorced soon after that, my two girls were in town mostly, and my son was off at college, summer school. And several times asked them, you know, if there is there anything you want to talk to me about, if you want to know about the Porsche, or if you want to talk to me about how you feel about it, please let me know. And it took a year, and I spent a year feeling like they thought, I thought that they thought I was the bad guy that broke up oh. the family. So I felt really
0: bad. So their silence was their, kind, their was silence kind of hurt me. Yeah. But yeah.
3: individually, on car rides with, with, my, with my girls, we're driving around one girl, and then within weeks the next girl. What a sense of forgiveness when they told me how they felt. Oh, wow. And that it just took them time to process. It took them them time to process. They were uncomfortable talking about it. My son has always been very close, tight with his feelings. So he's never really said much about it, but the two girls, at least you had a perspective that, okay, they didn't think I was the bad guy. They, they saw that there were problems and
0: yeah, super.
2: Yeah. I, I would just say that, you know, the, the first six months is just such a, a shock to your system. And you know, you go through the ebbs and flows of being mad, lonely, should we reconcile? You know, God, what the heck is going on? Yeah, it's
0: almost a grief process. Yeah, you gotta yeah. go
2: through yeah. that. And in six months a year. You know, I, I just encourage the men listen to this, and even the women that may listen to this, don't give up on your faith. Now you may not read a scripture every day, you may fall asleep in the middle of your prayer, whatever. You're not as intentful, whatever that is. Um, you know, don't 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 turn your back on it. Um, and, and don't find excuses to turn your back on it because you're going to find solace in it. Once you heal, um, whatever, you know, the faith isn't in your, I think faith is always going to help us heal, but just give it a little time and, you know, redefine what faith means to you. Maybe it's not going to church with a family or maybe it's, you know, going to a Bible study or going to a new church, whatever that is, but onto your own time. Um, I just don't, don't turn your back on it, you know?
1: Um, I, I would say the biggest, um, thing that comes to mind is, as I mentioned, uh, I was surprised. I always thought of myself as a, a, a strong person. I'm good by myself. So I didn't anticipate that the loneliness because of my social group was so integrated yeah. and they disappeared.
0: Like immediately. At, yeah. And yeah. how yeah.
1: hard that was for me. And I thought yeah. this wasn't supposed to be, that loneliness part wasn't supposed to be hard. Yeah. And fortunately I had some people that that could fill that gap. But a lot of men won't ask. And uh, a lot of men don't have that readily available, especially the don't ask part. And so I would just encourage, if you if you know somebody who's going through a divorce, don't wait for them to reach out. You know, just, just somebody to go have a cup of coffee with or have dinner with sure. or something... And just listen, you know, uh, I think that 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 can be a big help to a lot of guys.
0: I think you process got to be a lot more proactive. Hey, give me a call if you want. And take baby steps, too, because the relationship
2: changed for them, too. You know, it's not going to be like you just get right back at it. Yeah. You know, and, you know, take baby steps. Don't unload or whatever. Just take whatever, whatever it allows, because I completely agree with that. Absolutely.
3: I, I can remember that, like going, coming to treats when you're coming by yourself.
0: Yeah, and and just
3: saying, get through that awkwardness because you come here, you don't know anybody. Keep going, keep going. You had to keep coaching yourself to get through that so that you could
2: and volunteer like you did. I mean, I kept doing youth, and you know, I got strength through the knucklehead youth, you know, and and uh, it's, you know, which they've always done. Um, and so, uh, and then it's also important that your children, especially your children that see you not miss a beat with what was once important to you. It's still important to sure. you. Why would I quit doing youth, right? Yep. So, you know, part of the reason why I keep going to church and doing this as an example, because, you know, who knows what's going to happen to you know the children I have so anyway I think that really helps as a good distraction and then it helps the people in your support group go okay this isn't as different as I'm I'm you know Michael's not as different as as maybe we think
1: you know married married people need to you know especially married men reach out to that guy going through divorce you realize it's not contagious it's not absolutely you know it'll be fine absolutely
0: (laughs) not contagious well that's that's good. That's good. Good advice, Rich. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have, I'm going to have a three ladies in, I think, for the next podcast. <laughs> Michael, we need to make a note of this. <laughs> so we'll see how all that fits together. Guys, man, I thank you so much for, for joining me on this. This is, this is incredible. We, I'm like, we could do a whole nother half hour just on the interaction with kids because I think that's just as much uh, um, a part of this and do that. Well, again, thanks much, guys. I, r- I really appreciate your input so there you have it episode 18 of men in progress we hope you enjoyed our conversation and you'll join us again in july when our topic will be how can i live my faith at work thanks again to bill park rich fulton and michael castleberry for joining me and sharing their wisdom with our listeners and thanks again for listening to men in progress from treach memorial umc here in flower mound texas i'm dave casey we'll see you next time this episode of the Men in Progress podcast is sponsored by TREACH Memorial United Methodist Church, where
2: our mission is to lead people into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. If you're in or near Flower Mound, Texas on any Sunday morning, we would love to welcome you to any of the TREACH services, or you can follow our services anytime on our Facebook page or at tmumc.org.